0: Now we've got a scramble. Walsh, around the body, doesn't miss. What a star this young man is. To Curno. and Charlie Curno off one step, just went bang. Durden, he saw his way through, and Honey Milk didn't put it right through the middle. Big moment, Kennedy, Walsh, bends it, brilliant. This kid just keeps on rising. Gives it a roost, he gives it a magnificent roost. Walsh, here he is, straightens up and has delivered, is there nothing this young man can't
1: do? G'day Blue Baggers and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast, your host Jed Zetzer with you alongside my co-host Harrison Hyman's Bolt, welcome. How are we? Um, not very good mate, how are you? Nah, just, just, I'm actually angry. Yeah, I was going to say I'm pretty ropeable to be honest after that. We are recording straight after the match, so emotions are running high. Um, this is going to be raw, probably say a few things that we might regret, but at the end of the day, I think we had to get this one out of the way straight after the match because, yeah, a lot happened tonight, um, and at the end of the day, we came up short in a big way, which I think is going to be an extremely costly loss when you look at our fixture and the injuries we've got think it makes life pretty difficult to make the eight now
0: well yeah it just puts us right in the pack where you know you 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 probably lose that luxury that we had Mm. in terms of being you know a game clear of the pack and we know our percentage doesn't stack up very well against these other teams
1: it's it's essentially another game behind so
0: it's going to be you know we just got to yeah look we got to win if we can get a win over either Freo or St Kilda it might put us back on the rails but it's tough two tough teams um, where as do we... in tonight would have put us three games clear in
1: ninth for the win. Tonight, I said it going into the game. Winning tonight would have that would have put us in the eight foot. That, that I would have been. Yeah. that would have we would have been playing finals footy if we won tonight. I agree,
0: and I made the tweet during the week, and people were calling me dramatic, and you know I tweeted basically saying you know the difference, but this is the difference between going equal top and the real likelihood of missing the finals. And people are calling me dramatic and just pessimistic. Well, it's realistic. You got to crunch the numbers, and thirteen wins might not even be enough this year. You might even need fourteen. It's going to be very tight, and our percentage doesn't hold up well. If we can win the games, we're meant to win and pinch another couple. Sure, we'll go in. But yeah, tonight was a night where you could have put some serious, serious distance between us and ninth.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, tonight was tonight was really grim. Um, you know, just, I think the whole way the match unfolded. So, you know, you can see the first six goals just were completely
0: outplayed in every aspect of the game. Well, the first quarter, I don't even know if we were outplayed in the first quarter. I think, as in, this was amateur hour at its finest. I think we played ourselves into this deficit. It was as if they were playing a dry weather game in the wet. The, the... The over lines on handball chains, great under the roof of Marvel, brilliant. It was pissing down. Yeah. As in, they didn't adapt at all. Didn't adapt at all. Um, so, yeah, the way that the match started
1: and then the way that the match unfolded and the way that we got back into it and then the touch that was called back when Nunes kicked the goal and then, you know, they go down the other end and kick one and, you know, just, just everything about the match was yuck. Yeah. Um, I can tell you something. I watch the replay every week. There is no chance I'll be watching a second yeah. of that game. There is nothing that I want to see from that match tonight again.
0: Yeah, I
1: know. And um, you know what? And
0: we were outcoached in the sense where Hardwick was on the front foot throwing. They always had the outnumber behind the ball, whether it was Broad or Loston, They just completely dominated. And Doherty ended up doing a really, really, really good job from midway through the third quarter onwards. But it was too late. Because we we couldn't wrestle enough control earlier in the game.
1: I said it literally four minutes into the game. I looked at my dad and I said, Nah, we're done here because they were flooding the back line. They were allowing they weren't allowing any space for Harry and Charlie, so they couldn't lead. Um and just the whole setup, and that's you know, you say that we were playing, you know, a dry weather game in the wet. Well, it was the whole setup. It wasn't even just the way that we were using the ball. It was literally the way that we were setting up. And I just looked at the ground and I just thought, nah, this is... Like, we're in a lot of trouble here. We also just
0: couldn't get our hands on the ball. And also, by them, you know, flooding our forward line, it sucked up our plays into that zone as well. So that when that quick hat kick came out in the chaos, they had so much more space to work with. And we didn't have that outnumber behind the ball, which kind of made them stop and prop. It was mm. just direct footy, and yeah, it was just, just a really, really yucky night. Yeah,
1: it was. Yeah, a disgusting night. Um, let's dissect the team. We've got to, I can see the Twitter questions. There's a lot about umpiring. Um, I can see. Everyone. We can speak
0: about a couple of decisions in isolation. I reckon. I don't love speak. I don't love talking about the umpiring in general, but there are a couple of decisions I think we can go through. So
1: the Fisher one, where his legs yeah. got taken
0: now, out. This is for me. I don't like umpiring decisions when they don't... What's the word? When they create a dangerous environment yeah. for the player. Now, that was completely dangerous. And and what, they paid it Richmond's way literally well, a few minutes well, earlier. that one was probably there because it was contact I, below the knees. I think they were both there. Oh, oh, no, the Fisher one was definitely there. As in, what's the... I'm, I'm looking for a term. It's like the likely cause to <clears throat> injure from that... Situation with Fisher it was so high on the scale; it was scary. Yeah, it, it, it's actually that not safe because he's broken a leg before with Dan Howell Doing stretching that. in like that. It's really, really like it's it's that is pathetic. Yeah, like pathetic. Um, and you Ralph, know I don't really give much care to the umpires. No, nah, you, you but, don't. But you never speak about but, umpires. But when but when you're creating a situation where the player can seriously be really harmed, and you do nothing about it, that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, nah. The, uh, so, there was that one. I think Sam Doherty getting tackled high by Ralph Smith, and then they yeah. paid it holding... Hang on. Don't... That was... That Did was, he
0: duck? Oh. His head was over it. it was hang t- on, hang on. I, I was up he, as well. That was as
1: clear as daylight yeah. high. No, no. But, I
0: was up as well.
1: Um. So, there's a lot of people saying Nathan Williamson is the umpire's yep. name. Now, is he number 22? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Because the whole night, I was freaking... Not the whole night. In the second half, whenever number 22, the umpire made a bad call, I was on my feet because yeah. that number 22, he umpired a game. I, th- I can't remember which game it was, but he uh, he's umpired a Carlton game before and I thought he was pathetic. And I don't know their names and now I'll know his name, but yeah. just I remember the numbers and 22, he's just a poor umpire. And I want to speak for a minute before we dissect the players about the whole touched Situation. Yep. So this is my opinion, and I'll give and you can give yours afterwards. My opinion is regardless of whether that ball was touched or not, the ruling is the the decision that the goal umpire makes can only be overturned. This is the this is the official rule. It can only be overturned if the evidence is conclusive. Yeah. Now, that wasn't even sent to a goal review. That's the first thing. It is a bit irrelevant. Well, because all, that, all a,
0: goals go to a goal yeah, review anyway. It is, it is irrelevant. So it was going to be reviewed either way.
1: However, I, and I, as I said, I've only seen it on the big screen. I saw it on my phone. I've seen a replay of it. My, my eyes can't see. I I, I don't know if that's conclusive. I don't think that that is conclusive enough I'll, to overturn the decision. This is
0: all I'll say. The meaning of conclusive is having or likely to have the effect of proving a case decisive. Now that, there was no way that was decisive. Yeah, if you get your little protractor out and your little poor man's snicko, yeah, it might have been touched, That that was not decisive. And for me, this whole, you know, review system is the most broke thing in football because we've basically made the job of a goal umpire redundant. They don't do I, anything. They don't make calls. I think that the
1: goal umpiring situation, yeah, the whole the whole score review system. I agree, is an absolute joke. I don't think, I don't think a goal review should exist. Like I don't think the umpire going to the goal umpire and doing with his hands to make the TV sign. I don't think that should exist because, as you said, they review every goal anyway. Yeah. So why is there a need for that? <sighs> I guess it stops the is, play going yeah. back into the middle. And
0: that's the issue. You know, okay, if Nunes was touched off the boot and the goal and play went a quick touch, the ball's still alive, we're eight points down, so and no, it's a frenzy. That's the other thing. The fact that it, we went all the way back into the middle, we were complete... We weren't set up. Oh, uh, as
1: in... Uh, that was... Hang on. That was an absolute joke. Richmond, as soon as that was called a behind, Richmond kicked in quickly and they caught us off guard. Completely yep, yep, off guard. yeah. Yep, yep. We weren't set up to defend a, to, to defend a kick-in.
0: There's no doubt. We were in my, completely oh, not set up. There's no doubt in my mind we win the game, if that's a goal. There were nine minutes to go. Yeah, we were all uh, over. I've him. got no doubt in my mind. Yeah, that we win the game. But as in, it's the swings well, and roundabouts of football. But it's just. Well, we didn't deserve to win. No, no, but yeah, but the the, go- the review that pissed me off was the Durden one in the third quarter, oh, where the goal umpire is caught in the field on. of play. Like seriously. Like, I don't know. It's, it was just, yeah, whatever. We don't need a harp on it, but we'll get into the plays.
1: Let's get into the plays, starting in the back line. Um, now, so the way, the way I'll... So, we'll speak about every player, but the what, what I'll just say is, I think all of our defenders tonight, that, they were either brilliant or completely terrible.
0: and I think we need to make an acknowledgement <clears throat> first that this is like the C team for the back line yeah. as, in, we, as in we know it's tough but we, we still got to you know dissect and analyse the game on its merits you know you still you know you you go out there to play we'll, you know you'll get the same assessment as anyone that plays and we acknowledge that there's a lot of players playing out of their depth playing when they shouldn't but you know you go onto the field
1: yeah no so that I completely agree and we will we will say you know and we all and this is this is given I shouldn't even need to say this but nothing that we say about a player on this podcast is personal. We it's are all literally, in a football sense. We are literally analysing the match that they have played.
0: The match in isolation. The
1: match in isolation, right? Like, you know, some of like some of the people who you know have a go at us for analysing. You know, it's all opinion based.
0: Well, well we're allowed to criticise.
1: We're allowed to have our opinion. Um, I have absolutely nothing against anyone on our list, but I am happy to voice my opinion of how they perform on the day. So let's let's get let's, into let's get into it. And and we have to say this because emotions are running high, and we will probably say some stuff tonight that um, is a little we'll bit right. more raw than usual. We'll be right. Um, but let's get into it. Let's start on a high note because I thought this was Jordan Boyd's best performance yep. of his career. Great way to he's start. On, he's only played five or so games, but so. At quarter time, you messaged me and you said, Boyd was brilliant. And I didn't really notice him in the first quarter, but I think that's a good thing because if you don't notice him, he hasn't conceded goals, he hasn't made any mistakes. But after you messaged me that, I, I did notice every time he was involved
0: in the play. And I'll say it as simply as this, he was brilliant. He was he was brilliant. He was clean. He, the ball didn't go past him on, a, on many occasions. He... Defended. Oh my God! He played
1: the most. Uh, I'm I'm being genuine here. He played the most outstanding wet weather footy game. He was brilliant. He like, really no. He, he was diving, and I, he should
0: be very proud of himself.
1: Yeah. I I always think that if a if a defender leaves their man for the ball, it is a non negotiable. They have to get the ball. Yep.
0: Yeah. And he we'll just didn't don't let it go past you. And he
1: did not let it go past him once. There were a couple moments where he dived on it, where he yeah. just punched it forward, like. Little things, and I will say that kick to Matt Kennedy inbound that set up the yep. goal. I think it was Kerno who marked it and kicked it, or someone I can't remember. But he, he, Jordan Boyd didn't kick them himself, but he was responsible for two of our goals in the second half. I think it was possibly even in both in the last quarter. But he, he had four
0: score involvements from the back pocket.
1: He was outstanding. I'm shocked because you know there's there's an argument. You know that possibly he shouldn't be in the team, um, and I I think he was extraordinary extraordinary tonight. Sixteen disposals at seventy five percent. Eleven
0: intercept disposals.
1: Eleven, and you mentioned there the four score involvements. He had one direct goal assist. He was brilliant. He had a mark, five tackles, three inside fifties, three round, rebound fifties, and he drew two free kicks. So, you know what? Good credit, on him. Credit uh, where good, credit's good on due. Him. He was top three to top five on the night for us. No doubt, no doubt. Um, now I want to talk about Adam Sard because yep.
0: <laughs> how good is he? Bolt. He was by so far the best player on the ground. It wasn't funny.
1: Like he's, uh, he's. I know it's. I know it's difficult to have both halfback flanks from the same team in the all Australian team but I'm of the non-biased belief that they are the best two half-back flanks in the comp right now, him and Doherty. Yeah. Do, would you agree yeah. with that?
0: Oh. Like, are they are they both in your Australian team? Saad wasn't. Doherty is, but yeah, Saad's making a ridiculous push. He is just, he is, he's he's just wow. As in, I tweeted, he was playing the game in a different climate. So he... He's, I'm not even... He, I, you know he, what? In the second quarter... I'm not reading out his stats. You know, it doesn't even, even matter. To. In the second quarter, he did this pick-up. This one-handed pick-up. What about the one-handed on his left mark side? at the yeah. end of the game? He's just so slick. Yeah. he's He is incredible. He's one he's, of the most incredible players I've ever seen. Just because he's so unique. He doesn't lose a contest. He doesn't
1: lose a one-on-one. He's so closing there was one, speed. There was one moment in the game where he won a ridiculous one-on-one. He was so out of position. Not from his own doing. Just because of the quick Richmond ball movement. He won the one-on-one. He then handballed it to a Carlton player who fumbled the ball. I can't remember who it was. I feel like it was possibly Fisher or was Cottrell maybe. Anyway, fumbled the ball, dropped it, got tackled, balls in open space, Saad mops it up, drives it forward. We end up kicking a behind, I think. But anyway, just that whole piece of play where he was involved twice, where he really shouldn't have been, should have been beaten twice, won both contests, just... Yeah, he's an extraordinary player and he's undoubtedly, in my mind, in the current Australian team and I'd love to see it on the night because
0: he's so deserving. He is.
1: He's unassuming. Yeah. There's not much emotion there. He's,
0: yeah, he's just, he's exquisite. He's he's amazing. <laughs> he really is. Um, The Doc, and brilliant re- tonight as and, well. And look, Doherty played that you know, spare behind the ball, probably from about midway through the third quarter and was excellent. Yeah, so... He was excellent when that move was made. He had 31
1: and 11 marks and 10 rebound 50s. So, those are the stats that, you know, scream out on the page. Yeah, he was... He was awesome. Lots of
0: driving. He was just getting us forward. 750 metres gained.
1: Yeah. He really was brilliant, Doherty. Um, And, you know, credit where credit's due. He came into the game.
0: But, you know, We had to make that move earlier, like they did with Loston and Broad. We had to make that move earlier.
1: I thought we were pretty poorly coached tonight, if I'm being honest. No, we were. Um, We'll get to that afterwards. Let's keep going through the back line. Newman, what did you think of Newman's game? Yeah. I think it was pretty much a nothing game. I don't think he did anything good. I don't think he did anything bad. I just think it was a bit of a nothing game. Didn't Uh, notice him a hell of a lot. He did have eight marks... Five rebound 50s and 20 touches at 90 percent. That, that reads, reads that reads really well yeah um but yeah if i'm being totally honest i didn't notice him doing anything really that amazing or no. anything bad um who, who's the next i think we should let's go plowman next
0: i actually thought he was fine
1: yeah similar to newman i don't think he really did anything good nothing bad um he didn't really make any mistakes, so you can't say anything there.
0: No, uh, no, he was fine. Um, he had a tough role because Bolter was yeah, down really there for tough a bit. Yeah, really tough role. I thought Plowman...
1: We don't mention... Oh, Bolter or that Yeah, we don't mention the other guy's name. Oh, no, we'll speak about it soon. No, we're not mentioning No, no his we'll, name, I though. want to
0: speak about that.
1: What can we call him? We're not called... We- he doesn't deserve Shy his Bolton. name. Shy we- Bolton. No, no, no. We- he doesn't deserve his name to be mentioned. He's I'm a sorry. grub. We'll speak about that soon. Um... Yeah, so this is where things get a little bit, yeah.
0: So, the tools. So, look, this was always going to be...
1: And you said it, it's our C grade, like, if the 22 is fully fit, Lewis Young plays, but he doesn't play on Tom Lynch. No. And he was just completely playing out of his weight division tonight. Yep. But I'm going to be honest here, Bolt. I'm going to be brutal, um, because there's no point in doing this show if we're not brutally honest. I really think he lowered his colours tonight. I think he was... Well, yeah. I think there were moments in the game where it was just appalling decision-making defensively. And I said it before, if you're going to leave your man, you have to get the ball. And he... Res- we conceded two goals because he left Lynch out the back. Lewis Young
0: had a very dirty night.
1: Yeah. And you know That's what? That's all I'll say it Lewis Young. I, I don't even think... Like, I don't think there's any point, really, of the coaches really even dissecting that. Like, they'll obviously dissect the game with him, but there's no... I reckon they'll just... It, there it's, were moments it's, when he was the caught type, in possession. it, it was that or... bad, it's just like, yeah, forget about it. Let's move on. Yeah. That's the type of night it was for Lewis Young. It's like, there's no point in dwelling on something that bad. No, just, no, we get on, just, he's,
0: ha- he's having a great season. We get on to next let's week. Let's just
1: move on. Sam Durden on debut. Yeah, like,
0: look, it was always going to be tough for him, wasn't it?
1: I'm gonna be honest. When he ran out, so I wasn't expecting him to be that big. Yeah. I didn't realize that he was that big. I knew he was tall, but just he's got his big body. Um, I actually really, I felt really comfortable when I saw him running out yeah. through the like. I saw him in the going through the banner, and I for the first time on the field, I thought, you know what, like
0: the love at first he actually, sight.
1: No, definitely not. But I just thought, you know what, he actually could go alright tonight. Like I felt a bit more comfortable actually seeing him and and not seeing. Something that I didn't like, and how'd that go? Well, then I did see something I didn't like. Um, I actually thought his first quarter was okay. I didn't think he made any major blues. However, however, yeah. I was sitting on the one side of the ground, and he was in a lot of action on the other yeah. side of the ground. Look, but yeah, he was he was comfortably beaten on the night. Um, you're right. Defensively he was stable. Yeah, he didn't lo- he didn't really lose a marking He it con- was- w- wasn't like conceding marks. He just
0: struggled to adapt to the speed of the game when he had ball in hand. Correct. We move Correct. on. Tough night for him and he's now injured. So, another just- dagger to the key backs. It-
1: Apparently, he's injured his knee and it's not looking good. I don't know to the extent of it.
0: Sometimes you've actually just got to laugh. You have like,
1: got to laugh because we don't have enough. Well, it's Dominic Akui time, Brett. Akui. A- 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 Akui, Or maybe it'll be
0: Kemp first.
1: I don't know if this is the right mentality or not to have, but I had this mentality going into the Essendon game. I had it, and I had it obviously when Weedering went down in the Collingwood game. I had it going into tonight's game and i'm going to have this mentality going into every game until Weedering's back but i genuinely don't expect us to win any games without him like it's not it's it's not just because it's Weedering, it's because of all the other injuries as well but with our current injury list just cards on the table i don't like i went i fully went into tonight's game completely pessimistic about the game i i was expecting us to lose i just don't have any and and yeah, it's. I don't know if this is the right attitude to have and the right mentality, but I just don't have the belief with our injury list right now. Like I don't, I wouldn't have the belief if any team had the injury list that we have right now. I just think it's, it's just too many. Like yeah, we've just well, it got is, it too, is. It, we've just got too many injuries. There's no denying. Like that. I don't think it's
0: possible for us to cover them. Well, it's not because because the cover's gone as well. Yeah, and the cover of the cover's gone. And we've just gone through the cover of the cover of the cover <laughs> through the mid-season draft. Honestly. As in, as in it's almost unprecedented, the, the key defense shortage at Carlton at the moment. And there's nothing I can say because there's nothing we can do. As in... Yeah, it's, it makes it hard to
1: get that angry and that disappointed when we lose because it's literally just like, well, like what do we really expect?
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's so... That's why it, it's so hard... You know, you feel sorry for these boys. You know, Sam Durden, like, you know, he'd be the first to admit that it's, he's probably, you know, not a, you know, that he was obviously, he was obviously rushed in the team. It was a desperate move. Yeah. But we're in a desperate state of affairs right now down there. There's nothing anyone can do.
1: Yeah. What I will say, though, is I don't think, like, I don't leave that game thinking Durden's unplayable or No,
0: no, nor do I. Nor do I.
1: But and and if he's fit,
0: he'll probably play next week. We we're playing against a really good forward duo as well. Yeah. Well um, hang on, they've got a really good forward line. No, I know. Like full stop. It was always gonna be a tough it's a, look, it's a tough assignment with Wadering in the team. Yeah, correct.
1: However, if we were fully fit, I would have been expecting us to win. Yeah. Um I think that's all the defenders. Let's quickly yep. check, but yep. I'm pretty sure it is. Um Yep, it is. It is. We'll move into the midfield. Um, Yeah, this is going to be tough. Because I'll say before we do individual player analysis here, I think our midfield got monstered in the first quarter. It did. And I'm really starting to get concerned about our midfield because I think in the last three weeks we've been beaten. Why do you reckon? Well... Yeah, there's a clear reason. Um, And what I'll say to insinuate that reason is that when Jack Silvani was in the ruck tonight, we were getting clearances and we were winning the midfield battle and we were scoring.
0: But we lost clearances by 13 tonight. It wasn't good enough. The ball was coming out into space to Richmond's advantage far too often. And you know what? A couple of our midfielders just, it it just wasn't enough. I'm just going to say it. Why...
1: Why are we not playing Silvani as our number one ruck? Like, what what is... Or oh, we can
0: chuck De Conning to centre-half back.
1: I... That firstly, yes. But also... Like, I, I get... Like, De Conning's definitely got to play. But I would be playing De Conning as a forward or a defender. Like, no, I, I argue- actually... If I was the coach of this club and, you know, I've got no credentials, I've got no right to be, to be suggesting anything but i'm just saying if i was i would 100% be having silvani as our number one ruck. i don't really know why we're not doing it like why
0: are we we it's as simple as we are better with silvani in the ruck it's as simple as i'd rather neutralize a ruck contest than but, lose and lose a ruck than lose a ruck contest but I'd silvani is just loom.
1: so he's so dynamic in the ruck like firstly he's got a great sense of awareness so he knows where our mids are and silvani when he wins a hit out, it goes straight down the throat of a Carlton mid. Or it and goes also, to his feet. Correct. And this is what this is what really gives me the shits. DeConning struggles to follow up the ball after the after the ball is bounced. So you're essentially getting him for the hit out, and that's really it. Whereas Silvani follows it up. Silvani gets clearances and Silvani lays tackles. He's a workhorse. I just think it's got to... It's it's just like, well, why is he not our number one ruck? There's well, really... Well, as in,
0: I think we know why he's not. Well, why? Because because I, uh, I think... Even
1: if it's ridiculous, it's as simple as... We are a better team with him in the ruck.
0: I agree, but I think we're better with him in the ruck because he's only rucking on limited minutes. Well,
1: you know what? I've got to a point where I'm like, well, let's just play him there. And if, if he can't play the full game there, then you've got to kind of yeah. on the ground anyway.
0: Yeah, I know. It's tough stuff. Um... But look, the midfield, I thought Cripps was really, really good.
1: Yeah, Cripps Crips had a Cripps game. I think that that was... I think he needed it. Cripps is... Let's be honest here. Cripps has been down on form the last month. He was really good he was last good week. good against Essendon. Really yeah. good against Essendon. But we're judging him based on, like, Brownlow medal-winning form that he For displayed sure. in the first two oh, no, I, I
0: think he'd be among the... Oh, it'd be tough. Look, it's hard to know with umpires. Um,
1: but- no, nah, Cripps tonight was really good. 150 games. Um, like...
0: A true leader of our football club over the last, you know, nine years now.
1: And undoubtedly will go down as a Carlton great, a Carlton legend. And yeah, 34 disposals tonight. I thought he was really good. He only had five clearances, but I think he stepped up in a big way when we needed him to. He did. Um, Sammy Walsh, he also had 34. I thought Walsh was good tonight, but I'm going to be honest here. I, I really am getting a little bit annoyed with Walsh's kicking. Like, I actually think... I think he needs to clean up. He needs to be a bit more tidy, Walsh, if I'm being honest. Yeah. No, I can handle that. He went at 55% yeah, tonight. I was going to say,
0: he did butcher it a bit.
1: Um, Kennedy, Kennedy, probably... he Didn't he do a lot. Didn't do a heap tonight. And, you know, he's one of my... I've he's said he's probably one of my favourite players. And, yeah, didn't do a heap tonight.
0: Um, only 60% time on ground for him as well.
1: Yeah, so that was... So, Kennedy... Didn't play a lot of time on ground. And I think he was at 48% of the first quarter. So
0: he was stuck on the bench because there was a long chunk of that quarter where there wasn't a goal. They kicked the first three goals pretty quickly. Mm. And that was it. So they a few of them were stuck on the bench. But yeah, Kennedy struggled to get involved and he's traditionally been pretty good in the wet.
1: He has been. Um, can we talk about Hewitt? Like, it was weird because I think he... like. It's weird to say this, but that game was going to... Like, George Hewitt was obviously going to kick our first goal. Just like, do you get what I mean? No. I'll explain what I mean. It's like... I've actually got no idea. It's like... You know... No no one could kick a goal, but of course it's going to be the man who's just been so reliable, so consistent... Hewitt was always kicking our first goal. Like you know, he's he's been he's having a stupid season. Like he's having a crazy good season. And of course, it was him who you know got us going. It was always going to be Georgie who got us going. Um, I thought his game tonight was probably, and this is not like I. I'll start off by saying I think he was good tonight. But it was probably his worst game yeah. of the year.
0: No, I agree with you. I agree Do you hear with what you. I mean? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, by yeah, me yeah. saying
1: it was his worst game of the year, I'm not saying he was bad.
0: No, I agree with you.
1: But yeah, I think it was his worst game of the year. Um, And his worst game of the year, he had 24 disposals at 80%. Uh, this is probably the difference though. He only had two clearances. Yeah. And that's, you know, he's, he's a clearance bull. So yeah, George. And that's, I guess, you know, if he doesn't have his worst game of the year, maybe... The result falls differently. Well,
0: you, and you compare it to Richmond's midfield. Who's the one Richmond midfielder I always talk about? Prestia.
1: Are, how many clearances do you reckon he had? I don't know. I, as I said to you when I walked in here, I, did, I haven't
0: looked at it. I hadn't looked at a stat. Uh, you know I rave about Prestia. I think he's very underrated in this competition. Yeah. 13 clearances. <sighs> he's a jet. He is a jet. Wow. That's... It's pretty much... It's very difficult to get more than that. 19 contested possessions... From and he only had 23, but he's so good at what he does. And you know, when you go to a midfielder like that in your engine room, it's 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 trumped all of ours. Unfortunately, um, Cottrell? Oh, I thought Cottrell was good. Oh, you know, you know, you know what? The I. i you know, speaking. You know, he's obviously the 23rd man in the Australian team, but he was put into. <laughs> you know, he, well, he is. I'm being. He's, dead, the, and I, and he's the best sub people, in the comp. People laugh at me when I say that, but he S- is. So, can we
1: say? It's like, so it's like the NBA have an award for the he's best six man, man of the year. And yeah, he's been activated as our sub a lot this year and he's played
0: well so when he's come on. People laugh at me and he is. Like this, <laughs> But he is. But, but he was elevated into the 22, which is, you know, territories, which make me a bit nervous, but he was great. He worked really hard. He ran really hard. He got the ball going forward. He knew what was up tonight. And you know what? Fair credit to him. He's having a good year he is it's cra- like it's a bit crazy but he is having a good year
1: like he just he's i don't know if i'm stretching it here yeah. but if you think you are you are yeah i probably am but i actually think he's how do i word
0: this here we go
1: he doesn't get this could go he anywhere, doesn't, ladies and gents he doesn't get beaten very often is what i'll say in a contest is that fair
0: yeah, maybe like a ground ball get yes, type correct, of situation. Correct. When
1: the ball's on the ground and he's running towards it, he doesn't get beaten very often. Do you get what I mean?
0: Look, I think his downfall's always been his disposal. But you know what? I think he's playing the basics really well at the moment. And tonight is a game where he worked really, really hard and got the ball going. And he'll forwards. keep his
1: spot in this team. Team change is going to be really interesting, yeah. by the way. Really interesting. Yeah. Thank God we haven't got to the forward line yet because there's one man who's sticking out like a sore thumb. But we'll get to him in a
0: minute. Well, I don't think he'll be playing anyway. But yeah, no, Cottrell can hold his head high. I thought it was a down night for Nunes.
1: Yeah, I think Nunes will probably get dropped. To be honest, Um <sighs> I don't I, know. I, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't. I just, I'll just put it simply. I didn't rate his game.
0: Yep, O'Brien. Now we, know it's 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 a weekly segment now. It's officially a segment. The one Lockie <laughs> O'Brien, well, grass cutter of the week. The grass, okay. Was there one this oh, week? Oh, shit, yeah. Pinpoint. <laughs> yeah. Last quarter to Mackay on the lead and he marked it. The mark was great, but the kick was centimetre perfect. It was Mackay's, it was the one which put us back to within 15, I think. No,
1: it was the one he missed. Just, I actually reckon O'Brien had a career high disposal tally tonight. 24. 24. Yeah. I can't I can't remember a game that Lockie O'Brien's had more than 24 touches.
0: Not his weather.
1: Um. You know what? I'm going to give him some credit. My knock on O'Brien in the first half of this year has always been that I don't think he likes contact. I think he doesn't put his body on... I think he... Sorry, I'll rephrase. I didn't think he liked body contact. I think he made it too obvious and he didn't put his body on the line enough. But I'll just say it, tonight he put his body on the line and I actually rated some of his efforts. He wasn't as good as usual with ball in hand, to be honest. I, I agree, but... But, but t- not his night.
0: No, no, no. Not the night for grass cutters, but he, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. um, Sort of spoke about the rucks, we'll leave it there. Uh, forward line time. Start with Fisher. Yeah, um, down night for Fisher. Down night for the fish. Um, I think Fisher probably is a player who summed up our night. Like, gave it a crack. He's came a bit off of a barometer, best. isn't he? He is a bit of a barometer. His performance... Well, he didn't kick that big goal tonight, no. which he does every week. Um. So, yeah, the fish, not his best night. Uh, Matt Owies, I, I'll be honest, I think he had a lot of unrewarded efforts. Like, yep. I, I always would... He just motors bolt. I'd love to see his kilometers run tonight. Yep. He motors, and... You know, Michael Voss said it um, last week after the Essendon game I think yes. it was and I love this comment that yep. Michael Voss made if I can find the audio I'll insert it now if you're listening to me and you haven't heard the audio it means I couldn't find it uh, yeah Lockheed O'Brien
0: uh, sorry before you go on sorry I've just looked at the Telstra tracker Matt Cottrell covered a kilometre more than anyone else on the ground tonight
1: yeah well kudos to Matt Cottrell there you go. There you go. Um, and that's why he's playing good footy. Yeah. But yeah, Matt Owies and Corey Durden. Um, and you can chuck like, you know, your Fishers and Martins and Motlops into this conversation. But Michael Voss said there's going to be weeks where they don't touch the ball. There's going to be weeks where they don't kick goals. But they are such important players for the system and our brand. Because of the defensive
0: pressure that they apply. He also made a comment that if he had to go back into his playing career, the one position you wouldn't want to play is that half forward role, because you got to work like a dog and you don't get much reward for it.
1: Correct. And I love those comments. And I love yeah. That...
0: And look, Oes and Durden are safe. Is in you know once oh, again as in they're so safe. Tough night. They'll play but... 22 games. Yeah, oh, for sure. Durden missed one, but yeah, um, yeah. No, nah. Owies and Durden
1: tonight. Durden kicked a big goal. Let's be honest, that was a big goal. Um, yeah, and then
0: that's the only thing I always, you know, if, if he hits the scoreboard, it's a different outlook for him Owies and he has, hit it last week.
1: Oh, he's has really improved his contested marking. I don't know if you've yep, noticed. No, he,
0: I agree with you. He's actually, I definitely agree with that
1: because that he was never a chance and now he's, yep. he's actually taking no, some marks. I definitely agree. Um, all right. Let's speak about Jack Martin. Um, honesty here. And we said it before. Don't even need to say it again, but nothing personal. I want him dropped. Just to be honest, I don't want him in this team next week. I think we have to set standards. I know he kicked a goal. He was shocking. That's all I'll say. Now, you know, I think that he needs a real... He needs to shove up the backside. Um, he was an extremely, extremely important player in his first season at us in 2020. He was one of our very best players in that season... He missed a lot of last year with injury. When he played, he wasn't great. He's having a disappointing season again. And uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to see him play next week. And look,
0: you would have thought playing twos three weeks ago would have been the kick up the backside he needed. Did he play twos? Yeah.
1: Can't even remember. Yeah, the the tree, week of did. Collingwood, yeah, he played he twos.
0: Um, and look, I'm looking at it now on here. Cheapflights.com. Because I've got no reservation in booking this for him. Back to the Gold Coast, $93 at 5.40 tomorrow on Virgin. He is so not up to it. It's not funny. It's not funny. He offers nothing. And he has an all season. Everyone's been saying, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he has a glimpse or a moment, but he's not clean anymore. He's no threat overhead. And I've been pretty patient with him because I thought he should have come into the team last week. I thought it was the right move. But you know what? It's an absolute waste of time at the moment. He has to go back to the twos, not necessarily dominate, but he has to find his craft again. Yeah. Because he's a player lacking any weapons that benefit us as a team right now. I agree. He, he plays he actually plays like an old man. He does. Yeah, look, I, I was I was
1: This one really disappoints me because he's so talented. Like, I don't know if he is anymore, but he he came across from the Gold Coast, oozed class, X-Factor, weapons, talent, so much up his sleeve. And we just don't see any of it anymore. Like, we don't see any of it. Nothing. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's carrying an injury. I don't know if he had issues during the preseason. I don't know. Yeah, look,
0: and he hasn't had a lot of continuity over the last eighteen months. Fine. Yeah. But you know what? He's this. We're not. This isn't a judgment made over the course of these last four quarters. This is over the course of eighteen months now, and it's it hasn't been good enough. No. And you and you you're lying to yourself if you think it's been close to a standard of good of good enough. Yeah. No, I agree. Because this isn't even you know stuff that you can get away with anymore. Nah. You, we can't get away with this. Nah. No, I agree. I think it's. You know, and I don't want him
1: to go back to the twos for one week, have a good game and
0: come in. No, he needs to go there and rediscover himself. Set him on the path of like self-reflection and he can go on his own little journey for three weeks. And I've always said, I don't think it's the worst thing for players when they go back to the twos. You can really benefit off it. Yeah, confidence. Jordan Boyd was dropped after the Adelaide game where he probably shouldn't have and he's come back in the team the last two weeks and been really decent. Because you can go back and you can work on what you're told to and you can come back a new version of yourself. And that's what Jack Martin has to do. We've seen it before. We know he can play football, but right now he can't play football. Yeah. And he has to go back and just take some time to get the basics right and know what he's good at. He used to be a beautiful overhead mark. He was clean. This one, you know, two years ago in 2020, he wasn't fumbling. He wasn't, you know. No, he was, he was top having, three and could player, you, player that year like, for us. He was having runs in the middle. Could you imagine him going into the middle right now? No. Nah, you nah. wouldn't even think of it. Well, that's the thing is that After what we saw
1: of him in 2020 playing on ball, there's clearly a reason why they're not even giving him a single second on
0: ball. Well, and look, the midfield brigade's improved since then. They clearly don't think he's capable, in my opinion. There's no way he is. There is no chance. Yeah. He has... And look, he he ends up getting injured. He got subbed off. I'm not sure if that was a boo-boo injury or an actual injury. Yeah. But he's got... There's got to be some real tough questions asked of Jack Martin internally. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, and I don't like singling people out. But this... Because you know he's frustrated me for a while. It was a seriously, seriously... It was a grave night for him. Yeah, it was.
1: Um... I don't. My phone's died. Charlie tonight. Did he? How many did he end up kicking? Only the
0: one. He missed two really poor set I, shots. I actually
1: think he was. He had a really rough
0: day yeah. with the umpires because he was getting. He did. He Grimes was played held. him well, but yeah, there were a couple where I thought it was a bit stiff. But once again, it was so hard to be a key forward in those first three quarters because yeah, I agree. Vluston and Broad were just doing as they were pleased, and Richmond
1: just their defense was extraordinary tonight. I thought, yeah. Like yeah, it's a difficult night
0: for Chaz. But, but once we're... again, you know those two set shots he has to be converting. Correct. H, look, Herschel, <laughs> our Coleman medalist. Um, one same thing was Kerno. wasn't his night, but it can be a moment. Three quick fire goals, and he missed another in the last quarter. But that, hang but on, that, can... that one that he missed, we we have to forgive him oh, because no, no, I don't hold. it. There wasn't much hands- time on no, the no, clock, no,
1: no, 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 and got... he. He couldn't go through his routine. Yeah. I said it when no, it no, happened.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I, I actually said to my dad as well, the worst thing for Harry Mackay is the fact that we're in a rush.
1: Yeah. Because it was also on the wrong side for him. It wasn't on his left hand. It wasn't on... He he likes to be kicking right side of the goal. Yeah. It was on the left side of the goal. He had no time to go through his oh, routine. Oh, yeah. He didn't go through
0: his routine. Oh, no. And then there was the other one that got touched on the man on the mark. Well, that one as well. But yeah. both of them yeah. were just quick, rushed... But no, he had a very... You know what? Four goals in the wet. Oh. That's my Coleman medalist. Yep, absolutely. Uh, as I said, my phone's died. Have we missed anyone else? Um, flick the computer this way. You no, know, we went through the Durdens and Euroes and Foggy okay, came on, on and did get, nothing. Can
1: you, can you get your Twitter up? I've got to find this tweet. Yep. There's a guy who is brilliant on Twitter. I really want to give him credit for this tweet. Um, he said something along the lines of... Oh, Yeah, hang on, I'll search it up. Here we
0: go. What's the theme?
1: I really want to say the tweet without ruining it before. Um, Hang on. Yeah, here we go. Bang, you follow him. Good stuff. He doesn't follow you back.
0: Um, (laughs) Or maybe we should have named names then. Quick
1: quick shout out um, to this man, Ali, at at ZZU90. He tweeted, geez, tweeted a lot. So I'm going to have to scroll... But he said, Fogarty is our sub, which is great if we need an urgent injection of vanilla. (laughs) Now, that's a really good tweet. (laughs) That's a really good tweet. And (laughs) it was worth waiting. Lockie Fogarty came on and had absolute donuts, didn't
0: register a stat. And you saw Morris Frioli come on and there was a bit of electricity. Oh, he he got involved. He's a good player. I've actually... I You know, I, I actually go to a few Richmond games live outside the Carlton Richmond games a year.
1: Because your mum goes for them? And your brother?
0: Yep. <laughs> um, and I went to the Richmond Collingwood game about four or five weeks ago and he was great.
1: Yeah. Nah, we're here to talk about Carlton. But yeah, Lockie Fogarty yeah. came on and did absolutely nothing. Yep. I was a bit surprised he was the sub. You did. He messaged before the game saying... What All I said th- was, um... Yeah, um, Fogarty sub. <laughs> um, well, I thought it would be Kemp. Just can we, can we speak about Fogarty for a minute? But it actually... Yeah. Because I think we've spoken about this before a few times this year, but I can't get over what's happened to him. Like, he came to the club and he was brilliant when he started last year. Yeah. He oh. was playing on ball. He was getting 25 touches...
0: He was kicking goals. He was really good. Have you ever heard of the saying, all good things come in three? Yeah. Do you think he only had three good games? Oh, no. Smetslang and Fogarty.
1: Yeah. As in, it's, gonna, it's going down that path, which is really disappointing because, yeah, as I said, came to the club. We thought we got a player there, Bolt. I think you were on the same page. We both thought we had a player there. And,
0: yeah, just to be honest... He's because look, if you're going to play in that position... I, I think it's as simple as he's an on-baller. I know, but he's not an AFL-equipped
1: on-baller. Well, he was last year when he came into the team. Was he not? Yeah, our standards have changed, though. Our standards have changed, but why have we moved him? Like, if he comes... Like, if I, I, he comes I've in-
0: always thought he's competing directly with Zach Fisher.
1: Yeah, but I don't think he should be because I don't think he's a high half forward. So who is he competing with? I think Adam I think he's competing with Dow and Setterfield to replace oh, a midfielder oh, if they go down.
0: Oh, none of them are playing.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying like if we had to play one on the ball, I'd I'd
0: like to see Fogarty have a go. If we had if we lost a midfielder, he'd be my clear third seed for that as re- for that replacement. Correct, but I don't think he should be. I oh.
1: I think I'd like to see a bit of him, right? Do you not agree though that he was playing on ball when he came to us and yeah. was playing really well? Was he not? Was it? Yeah. He was playing on ball. It wasn't he? Wouldn't have been
0: attending centre bounces, surely. Attending,
1: uh, guarantee. Okay. Pass your like. Yeah. Like, do you remember that Collingwood game? He had twenty-seven. Was our clear best on the night in round two last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know the game. We'll find the game. i get the AFL uh, app I'm up. I'm on it.
1: And go to CBAs for that game.
0: No, I'm on it. Lucky
1: Fogarty was he was. Playing in the guts Alrighty Um, And I just don't know where he's at If I'm being honest Oh Like we brought him over as a midfielder When we got him from Geelong He was a midfielder He was
0: not a forward He was not a forward He had 21 possessions that night And kicked a goal Go down the bottom Oh I know where I know how to navigate this app Centre bounce attendances zero. Give me, give me your phone. Oh, I'll, there find, you go. Come I'll find, on. I'll find, <laughs> Come a, on. I'll find a game where he There's had our centre midfielder.
1: A, <laughs> I'll find a game oh, where yeah. he had centre bounce attendances. Anyway, um, <laughs> should we, should we speak a little bit about while I find this? Well, hang on, let's do votes okay. from tonight. Give us a three-two-one bolt.
0: It has to be, it has to be sad. Doherty, Crips, 3 2 three-two-one.
1: Can we give a special mention to Boyd there?
0: You no, know, he deserves all this, the credit. He deserves a lot of credit, Jordan Boyd. I'm gonna go sad.
1: Oh, I'll make a little rule up on the spot just for tonight's show. I'm not allowed to give the same votes as you. We have to pick a different player. Okay. Um, and I'll throw Boyd in there. Yeah, you no, know he what? was great. Credit where credit's due. Um, sorry, the game against Frio last year, Fogarty, 25 and a goal and four centre bounce attendances. Whoa. Okay, there's a few. Whoa. There's a few. There's <laughs> okay. a few. But hang
0: on, there's there's a few. How many goals were kicked in that game?
1: Uh, we scored 110 points, so...
0: And what how many goals overall? I don't know, mate. They scored 60. I don't know. Um, well, you can work out how many center bounces there were. So it would I'm have been trying, four around, from mate, like 28. I'm, I'm
1: already onto the Gold Coast game last year. I want to see how many CBAs he had in this one. Anyway, um, there's our votes from tonight. Saad, clear, best on. Was brilliant. Um, yeah, so going to be very interesting. How's your B&F shaping up?
0: Um, there's a clear runaway leader to the, the moment. following
1: week against the Gold Coast. Whoa!
0: Anyway, you get my, you get what I'm saying. He, he was uh, he not hitting on the odd occasion, is how I'd put that.
1: But how do you get 25 touches not playing in the
0: middle? Oh, he's coming up the ground. He's a high half. He was a hybrid forward. Look, he's not up to it at the moment. Um, my B and F at the moment, it's taking. It's look, it's taken shape. Um. Top five Doherty, one Walsh, two Crips, three Sard, four Kerno five at the moment. Interesting, yeah. um, followed by Hewitt, Silvani, Wiedering, Fisher, Newman.
1: Can we speak about Soss? Yep, didn't give him enough love, I don't think. Um, I think he's, I think he's, uh, you know, we've said it a lot this year. I think he's one of our, our most valuable players. I don't think anyone's doubting that. But I actually think he's one of
0: our best players. He flies the flag for us, doesn't he? Th- a scuffle think, at three-quarter time. I think he's... You, uh, you, you're you, you hot on
1: judging players in their position rather yeah. than the league where you're grading yeah, them yeah, as yeah. an A-B. In the position that he yeah. plays, he's an A grader in the competition. Yeah. I think he is an elite AFL footballer in the position that he plays as a third-tall forward who runs up the ground, who rucks... And no one else in the comp plays that do, role. Do, do However, as a third tall, if if we're raiding him as the th- in the third talls in the comp, like I do think he's an elite AFL I, footballer. I, I
0: see it very similar to when the Crows were flying five years ago. The emphasis placed on Tom Lynch's role in that Adelaide team is the link between midfield and forward line, but he'd also yep. kick goals. I yep. see it as very similar. and Tom Lynch was very good. Yeah, for was a few, like, very you know, good, and that's not a you know bad player to be compared to by any means. Um, even though he was just delisted by North, um, <laughs> um, that's gonna be a good trivia in like ten years. Tom Lynch spending half a year on North Melbourne's list, but that was always no, no. It was a, a coaching role. Yeah, it was a it was yeah, a yeah. formality. I think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but no, Silvani you, you I love him. He's, yeah. he, you know, and he's, oh, he, if we make a final, he'll hit game a hundred. He's ten off hypothetical here
1: so i'll throw a few different questions yep. here on the show tonight and this is a god forbid situation it's a it's oh
0: a, we've been through the god forbid situations this is a, in reality
1: god forbid jack and it's never going to happen it will never ever happen i'm just i, I basically want to know what he's worth on the trade okay, table yep. if if he were to request a trade what is jack silvani worth tell me when and where he's requested to at the end of this season, yep. Jack Silvani has said that he wants a fresh start. And yep. Hang on. This is just... I can't even believe these words are coming out of my yep. mouth. So, what do I think his tr- market never happen. value is? What is Jack Silvani's
0: market value? Where's he going? Does it matter? Yeah. What do you mean? Because I think he's worth somewhere in the vicinity. You're going to not like the answer. Well, I'm already not liking the answer. Because I think his market value... Is somewhere between about pick 15 and 22. And it would, because losing a player like Jack Silvani, who's really rated internally and within our club, and he's got such a niche role, is never valued. It, it, their value's never reflected on the trade table. It's just not. It's just the way it goes, unfortunately. He's not your star started 35 possession midfielder or your big centre half So may- goals. So maybe
1: I'll rephrase the question What would be the least that you would take for Jack Silvani because I'm telling you now I don't care I, I don't care if people make fun of this <laughs> if we got offered pick 10 for him I'd say no I don't want pick 10 you I know, want I Jack agree. Silvani no I agree I, I think I'd say no to pick 5 I would you know what I would it, have to, it would have to be a top 5 pick oh. for me <laughs> no, you know what you know what if I look at some of the, t- at some of the pick 5 some of them are great like, we took Dow at three. We took Petrovsky Sedan at five. Setterfield was a top five pick. Like, no, for there's sure. There's always a- going to be blunders. There's too much risk. And I'm being 100% honest here. If you offered me pick five for Jack Silvani, I would be saying, no, thank
0: you. Honestly, he's just the. the I what- think my response would be, let's get coffee. <laughs> and I love Jack Silvani. I do. I, no. would, I don't want him leaving I, my team. Yeah,
1: people will laugh at me, but no, I'm, i I, being, get, I get it. Do you we, get what
0: I mean? Because we've got an established player who's just got such a niche role. It's so niche, it's impossible to that, replicate. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I he, agree.
1: He is a pick, it, it's not worth it for us. We're not going to no, no, get a I, Jack I Silvani with, look, with pick five. We may not even get it with pick one, obviously. You take Why are we pick doing one. this hypothetical? Just, I thought I have to ask.
0: Yeah, or I think he's... Look, his market value is different to what his worth is within our team. Correct, and that's fair. His worth within our team is far more than what it is on the open market. But yes,
1: I wouldn't be taking pick five for him.
0: Pick about- four? <laughs>
1: Probably not, honestly. I don't know what it is. He's just not, It's just not worth losing him. He's just that good. I'm, I'm being serious. I think he is that good. He is. Like it's, He is. You know, you can never say no to a pick one. I'd take a pick one,
0: but... Gee, I hope our mates don't listen to that part of the podcast.
1: It's, but there'd be, there'd be equivalents around the competition. There would be. I agree. It's like, I'm trying to think of it. And he's also just young. He's 24,
0: 25, you know, like he's going to hit his prime. So do you reckon Richmond would take pick five for Liam Baker? No, that's different. I don't think
1: Liam Baker's anywhere near as good for Richmond as Sylvani is for us. Came second in their BNF last year, I think. I think the equivalent would would be
0: like, like maybe Bolter. Oh well, he's he's worth a heap. He's a young big centre half back who can play full forward. That's what I'm saying the attraction on the market is either your big key position player Yeah, sorry, or your, I get what you mean or your accumulating midfielder um, That's why Silvani falls in between on the market value Yeah,
1: I'm trying to think of a player around the comp who, it's like, this is... Alright, what do you reckon Jack Sinclair's worth? Yeah, I was thinking another Sinclair to pay but yeah, I don't think Sinclair fans would take pick five for Jack Sinclair Probably not Like if Jack, if, if yeah, I'll be honest if Jack Sinclair paid for Carlton I wouldn't take pick five for him You probably wouldn't um, I get. I, I was. I was. Do you get what I mean, though? Yeah, you know, I do. I do. Because the draft is a lottery. at The
0: end of the day, it's an educated lottery.
1: Correct. And it's just not worth the risk. When I get got the, such, I get the sentiment. Such an established niche player.
0: There's going to be some really cool videos when he plays his hundredth game. Yeah, he is a. He would.
1: He he would have an amazing highlights package. Mm. Incredible he highlights would. package. Um, he's come a long way. Oh, has he ever? He'll play 250 games for the club, I think. Yeah. If he stays fit, is he on track for that? Oh, yeah. How many years does it take you to, to yeah, play it's 100 probably games? probably about five, seven five, years five, six off six years. it.
0: Six, seven years off it now.
1: Yeah. No, I think he'll play 200 to 250 oh,
0: games Oh, yeah. And I was saying uh, and to get to 250. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's going to be crazy when Jack Silvani, if he stays fit, plays his 250th game.
0: It's pretty crazy that... Do you reckon your kids will like the day? Oh, they won't be around yet, mate. Oh, you never know. You'll be in your thirty. Oh, you never know. Jet's actually. 30 30. Um, all right. What are we gonna do for that night? All right, let's move on. Oh yeah. Um
1: VFL, we have to talk about it yep. because we were gonna do a show midweek. We said we're gonna save it for this coming week. Yeah, I
0: have had four exams in the last. Yeah, week.
1: so bolts had exams. Anyway, um not, not
0: VCA ones for those wondering. <laughs>
1: Can you can you pass your phone, one instead? Yes. I just I want to get the VFL stats up from last week.
0: Um, oh, I don't have your famous app.
1: You don't have the Footy Live app. I don't. What do you mean?
0: I don't have it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's. <a laughs> how do you not? How do you check the VFL stats? Um, I don't. I th- either watch the games or watch the highlight. Read. Fair. Um, basically. I think we had a really... Oh, I, I watched it, so I actually sat down and watched it. I watched the first half. I think we had
1: a really dirty day. Started
0: alright, had the wind in the first quarter, but just yeah. So
1: a couple it, people were tweeting. It's who a very were at the game. selfish midfield. At yeah, whose level? But this is the thing: they're all desperately playing for the same spot. I know. So it's a selfish midfield, but um, I've seen some cry. I've seen some really honest and raw. Assessments of our VFL team via yep. Twitter, and I've spoken to a few people who go to Vf- the VFL team every week when it doesn't clash with the firsts. Yep. And the feedback that I'm getting is, where are a lot of our players at? Yeah. Um. I think the 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 brutally honest feedback is that pretty much for the last two months our midfield has just dropped off completely in the second half of games. Yep. Um, and I saw that completely when we played St. Kilda at Archon Park. Yep. I think we were flying, kicked the first four goals yes, and then yes, lost. Yes, yes, I watched that as well. Um, I think Paddy Dow had 20 and two by half time, yep. finished on like 25. Yep. Um, so where are some of these players at is the question. Mm. Now, uh,
0: now... Dow and Cedeford aren't I'm, Dow the ones that are No, no,
1: no, no, no. So I'm going to bring up two players here and just let me say something before we speak about them. Yeah. So... Brody Kemp was a first-round pick 2019 draft, yep. and Sam Philp was, I think... Also first-round. Was a first-round. Yep. So, two first-round picks in the 2019 draft. We traded draft.
0: down to get Philp.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, no, no, no. We traded pick 11 Yep. for the two picks. Yes. So, we got those two instead of pick 11. yep
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Now, the question is where they're at. Where are they at? Third but, year but, of footy. But what I'll say is, and, and I think... I think we have to acknowledge this and you're not going to like what I'm going to no, say. No, I
0: know what you're going to say and I agree with you.
1: They are, they've they been in the system for two years yep. which were basically impossible to develop. No, players. I think it's a complete,
0: I, I complete... I'm on the same page as you with that.
1: So whilst I think it is really concerning that Kemp and Philp aren't up to it at the moment, I think we have to be patient and acknowledge the fact that firstly, 2020 was... A complete and utter write-off. They didn't play any proper games. Well, Kemp was injured anyway. Oh, well, true. Kemp yeah. missed the whole year. Philp also missed a chunk of that year. Yeah, but they both didn't play any reserves footy. It was ten v tens and twelve v twelves, yeah. and some players uh, were playing they were for playing one kick to kick. It was so they, no development that year. I, I'm 2021. You don't, you're preaching Philp, to the choir. here. Philp missed the whole year. 2021. Yeah. Kemp came in halfway through the year. Yeah. So. I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be lenient here and I'm gonna say and, and just honest, I think we need to wait and we need to give them time and I think Kemp and Philp are two players who might end up forging careers for the club, but at the moment they don't look close and well Kemp's been an emergency basically every week since Yeah, he was the South
0: a few weeks ago. Um, And he played against the Giants. Yeah,
1: so I think, yeah, I I do think that we need to cut them some slack and give them time to develop. And and you know what? It would be a massive bonus for this club if those two ended up coming along. Because the thing is, if you look at that 2019 draft, you will struggle to find a player that is playing good footy now that didn't play the first year in the AFL. Yeah. Because if you didn't play AFL in your first year, you just didn't develop and you didn't get anything out of that year. Um, and I think that North Melbourne are the beneficiaries of that. Like, uh, Sorry, they're, they're struggling from that with Tom Powell and Will Phillips. Well, a year also, later. But yeah, yeah, sorry, you are right. Um, I was looking at that draft and there was a team who had two picks early who were struggling. Um, you might be able to get it up, but anyway.
0: Yeah, it was it Adelaide, Fisher, Mackesy and...
1: Uh... Could have been Adelaide. Anyway, I just think that draft, you weren't going to get anything out of that 2020 20, 20, 20 year unless My you played AFL.
0: My only issue with Kemp, and it's not an issue with Brody Kemp, it's an issue with the management and the dealing of Brody Kemp. Three years into his AFL career, we are none the wiser of what he is and where he's going to be playing the majority of his football over his career. I thought he was like this rebounding, d- dashing halfback flanker that could push into the midfield when he was drafted. Then we saw last year at the back end, he was playing in the back line. And then in the preseason, he was in the forward line and he's gone back to the back line, obviously through need. But And then forward line last week. I, I am so confused. Well, and we- he would be too.
1: Yeah. And you know what? They've got to sort that one out. So we've got the 2019 draft up in front of us. I don't think you'd be able to find me a player there who is impressive, who pl- who didn't play in 2020. There's no one there who played twos in 2020 that's good now. No one. Find me a player that's good now. Now, Hayden Young played his first year. He wouldn't have played a lot, though. Of course he did. He was straight into the team. In his first year? Yeah, absolutely. For free man, He's absolutely. one of my favorite players. Absolutely. He played five games. I reckon there would have been injury. He, when he's been fit, he's played. I think he's a gun. Uh, you know. He's an absolute gun. But like looking at that list, like Sam Flanders from the Gold Coast, Cooper Stevens at Geelong, he's playing now. He's not that amazing, but well, Dylan like,
0: Stevens is struggling at the Swans.
1: Dylan Stevens. Um, you look there, Dylan Williams, pick twenty three. I don't know if you don't know if he's played a single game. No. Nah. Um who else there? Will Gold, we haven't seen him from Sydney. I think Sharp played Sharp played for the first time last year and he's yeah, struggling this now. It's a terrible draft. It's a terrible draft simply because they're fresh.
0: F- Frio have absolutely gone to town on this draft. As in, these two are probably... oh, He's the best player of the draft by a mile. Sarong. So yeah. yeah, By but, a mile. But he played and every game in no, his I know, first he won year the in the AFL. Star. All right, here's one that didn't play in his first year.
1: Who? It's covering. Sam DeConning. Oh, there we go. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. Was
0: he injured maybe in his first year? I don't, year? Know. I don't no, know. No, no, not Look, we're do getting do to... You- get, I get your point. It's, it, it was very tough for that crop of players
1: yes um bot twitter questions
0: do you want to read them out tonight yes. considering my phone is dead I'll be the narrator you can be the narrator Righty. blues footy twitter questions on a wet Thursday night at the MCG let's get this show on the road alrighty we'll start off with our mate Damon Mule all he said was Boyd with the perfect emoji yeah, we love it, Damon. Boyd was fantastic. Pete Rogers, will our next two games at Marvel be better or worse for us? You'd assume better. I we, th- haven't, we haven't lost a game at Marvel this year. We haven't. We
1: play very well at Marvel. It suits us. Very well. We've beaten the Bulldogs and Sydney there. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think we do play better at Marvel because we play a handball-happy game. Yep. And... As I said, I don't expect us to win either because of our injuries, but I give us more of a chance playing it at Marvel. Yeah, I
0: agree. Jimmy Faz. Now, I've got to give a shout-out to Jimmy. I've been very much on board with a lot of the things he's been tweeting lately. He's a great man, Jimmy. He is a great man. He joins us on the Twitter lives. We love him. What's he had to say? Have teams worked us out in the midfield? The first two months, we had the best midfield in the comp, and the last month, it's been horrible. (laughs) And Yeah, he's just calling a spade a spade here. He's right. He is right. Uh, my
1: opinion on that is I don't necessarily think teams have worked us out. I just think that we, to put it bluntly, we don't have a very good Ruckman. We're not getting first use of the ball. I think our midfield is getting a bit tired as well. Because we do have a very... We just have balls in there. Like, Kennedy and Cripps, there's no doubt that
0: they'd be getting tired. Oh, for sure. It's it's a taxing brand of footy. It is. It, and. and it was evident two weeks into the season. And this year's probably not going to be our year
1: where we make a real dent. It might be. You know, you never know. Once you make finals, if we've got our best 22 in, we get Pitternet, weedring Williams, Magal, McGu- all these players back. It might there's, be- There's
0: only two players I care about coming in. There's actually only two. No,
1: nah, I care about more.
0: I care about two. For me, if you had Wiedering and Pitternet playing, the whole dynamic changes. 100% agree. 100%
1: agree. They
0: are the two. But yeah, I think- this is going to be
1: a very big year for our football club regardless. And I think it's going to set us up for a big year next I year. I hope so. We've had to overcome so much adversity this year. It's crazy. I agree. Before all these injuries were happening, we had Walsh go down. We had Chera missed a week from health and safety, whatever it is. No, the no, no, rubbish. it's been tough. Sad missed a week. Like, we've had ridiculous injuries. Anyway, keep going. All
0: righty. Um, Cameron Forsyth. Sorry, hang
1: on. I've got to stop it. We haven't touched
0: on Marchbank yet. We'll touch on it in a second. After the questions. Cameron Forsyth. Why did we allow Richmond to play man down back for most of the game? It's a question that, yeah, is in, you know, they just read, they read the way the game was going better and quicker than us. Yeah, they adapted
1: far quicker than they we really did.
0: They really did. Um, Cam Dempster. Do we miss finals from here? I'm concerned. The midfield is lacking that centre clearance dominance. We are scoring differently, but if our midfield is our weapon, why are we focusing on transition? Robbing Peter to pay Paul. It fills. In terms of the finals discussion, I think we'll do more episodes during the week because I've got all the numbers crunched. And I think as the, I think once we get past the next fortnight, we can maybe start doing some real ladder crunching. Yeah. I don't really want to speak about it at the moment because it is going to be really tight. But yeah, the midfield it is lacking centre clearance dominance, and it's we've got centre clearance balls in there. It is confusing.
1: Yeah, well, we're not getting first use of the ball, and I said it tonight when Silvani was in there. We were getting those clearances.
0: We're playing a really, really good midfield next week. Yeah, really. They're good really uh, Brayshaw's arguably the best player in the competition right now. Sarong and Sarong Brody is amazing. Five back. Five's back. Brody. It's it's it, That's it's a and Mundy obviously is there, and Sean Darcy. Is oh, don't even want to think about that matchup. But um it's gonna be really tough next week as well. This is a good this will be a good discussion. F- Thank you, Ricky Tiller, for the question. Is Cottrell our most improved player? Definitely a shout. For Absolutely sure. a shout. Um I think we had it
1: as Fisher at the mid season review. I think some said Fisher. Did you who did John O'Burch maybe say Saad? Yeah. Um and just hang on, we'll provide some context. Cassandre's gone to the next yeah, level. the next level. Um, yep, definitely a shout that Cottrell's our most improved player. Do they still award that at the BNF? I'm not sure. I'd love them to because it would be a really interesting one. I'd love to know who the coaches think is our most improved player. Mm. Who do you reckon the coaches think is our most improved player?
0: I reckon they would see it as... Uh, I think you've got to look at it... F- I think team selection would dictate it. And the fact that Owies is safe in this team and the fact that Owies was a fringe player last year going in and out, in and out, and now that he's consolidated a spot and he's got a defined role, that he's playing pretty well every week, I think Owies would have to be a good shout amongst the coaches. And and there's a fair argument that he's up there with the best... Um,
1: what's the word? Like, best pressure, pressure forwards. forwards in the comp.
0: There aren't that many better pressure yeah. forwards in the comp. no. And you know what? You can easily make a case for Charlie Kernow.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good way. Cultural's up there. He 100% is. Um, Izzy Tahana, the million dollar question. How are we going to play with one key defender for the next four weeks? Um, yeah, oh. Kemp should come in if Durden's injured.
1: But wow. Um, so obviously, Marchbank tears his
0: meniscus. So okay. Durden now injures his knee. So the Marchbank injury, that so was just got, the dagger we didn't need. During the dagger the week. we
1: didn't need because he played so well last week. He really did. But not well, even that. Just well, on a personal note well, we, for him. Like yeah.
0: how do you recover from that mentally? As in that's basically he's basically out for the season. Yeah, well he
1: is out for well yeah, he's basically out for the season. Um Eddie Betts said it really well on 360. He basically just said he really hopes everyone, and, and they would be, they 100% would be, because he's one of the most loved players at the club, but he said he really just hopes everyone at the club is wrapping their arms around him. Oh, because they,
0: yeah, I don't doubt that for, any, for a minute.
1: Because, and also, is it not shattering that it happened in the last contest of the match? Did you Did know it? that? No. He clashed knees with, I think it was, I keep forgetting, La number 15. Yep. I'm pretty sure they... Cla- I think it was Le Verde. I know it was It was Marchbank's last contest of the match. Really late in the match. Clash knees, tears his meniscus. It's...
0: Disgusting. Yeah, it's... Because even, you know, you could see how happy he was post-game when he was interviewed. Yeah. This was meant to be his 50th game tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... Yeah. It's... you got to feel for him.
1: You do. And once again, he played bloody well last week, which makes it even more upsetting.
0: Yeah. Shocking. Peter Carrick. Very concerned about our drop-off in the middle. Cripps is below what he was doing. Kennedy seems to be struggling and so is Fisher. Is it time to throw Corey Durden in there for some rotation or stocker? Look like we need a freshen up. I like it, Peter.
1: Yep, I like the Durden call. Same.
0: Durden's elite. Durden's elite. I'd love to see. I do like it. 2008, we used to throw bets a bit in the middle just for a... Like your little Fogarty, just your little (laughs) occasional centre-bounce. Don't ever
1: compare Bex to Fogarty, mate. No, just just the occasional centre-bounce attendance. The great Eddie Betts. Wow, he's a man. Yes. Um, Yes, next one. And can I just say,
0: sorry, just going back to my... Maybe Stocker will come back into the middle. If Boyd's, you know, going to hold his spot in the back pocket, maybe that is the... We've all forgotten that he was drafted as a midfielder. Maybe, Um, I
1: like it. Can we just say as well... um, You messaged... I think you messaged me... This was like an hour before they announced the Marchbank injury. You messaged something along the lines of like, I feel a lot more comfortable going into the game because of how well Marchbank played against Essendon. Mm. You're like... Yeah, I'm not really yeah, I think you said something like, I'm not as worried, I feel a lot more comfortable because MarchBank played
0: really well. Yeah, can- I, I, I said I think I said something on the lines of I can ha- I said I'm okay with the thought of Lynch playing on Young and Marchbank on Ray Walt. Yeah. And Ploughman being the leftover. And
1: then an hour later.
0: Yeah, sorry, um for that. <laughs> John Connell, is it time to cut our losses and put a line through Jack Martin? Personally, would rather pump games into Motlop than continue to be underwhelmed by Marden.
1: So, what I'll say is, I am not, I don't think it's time we cut our losses because we need to see him in the twos and we need to see him. We spoke about this. We spoke about this. But, absolutely, I want to see Motlop in this team again. I want to see him back. I think he should come in next week for Marden.
0: I've just thought of something. So, I said it on the mid-season review. Next week is going to be the greatest running show of all time. Adam Saad. And Brandon Walker. <laughs> it's gonna be a bounce fest. It's gonna be brilliant. Okay. That's worth <laughs> That's worth the price of admission. Right. He's gonna be good, this guy. Walker. I'm telling you, he's good. <laughs> he's the Audi version of Sard. Maybe the reject store for now. He just got he's, the rising Star nom. He's the Kmart Sad. But he's gonna be good. He plays very closely to Sard. Um Maddie B. Gents, thought our midfield was smashed when it counted. It's becoming a worrying trend that we are getting dominated in the centre clearances. I think everyone's,
1: everyone's starting to recognise that the midfield yep. is down on form. Yeah,
0: same themes here. And he went on to say, I thought all of our smalls were non-existent. Jack Martin should be ashamed of his performance. Boyd Brilliant loved his game.
1: Yep. Routine. Yeah,
0: no doubt. Um, <laughs> Michael Rembash, why can't we have nice things? <laughs> <laughs> Far out, Michael. This is an interesting one, Ashley Warren. Do we struggle to defend kick-ins? I feel like we have to work so hard to ease at D50, but our opposition makes it it out with ease. It's a fair call. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. When I sit with you, there's one kick... What's the the one disposal that always pisses me off is when teams do the little short kick, the little 25-meter kick to the back pocket. Mm. Because that is such an avoidable disposal where well, they've already covered 30 meters and they're going to cover another 50 and we're on center wing if you make them kick up the line to a 50-50 on the first point of asking it changes the com- it, it, it completely changes yeah. the situation th- it's yeah. such an insignificant kick in the scheme of things but if you stop that easy kick even though they're kicking it to the back pocket it changes the whole course of the you know the play
1: yeah i agree and i think that definitely it would make a massive difference if every kick out that we're against goes to a contest. It's,
0: yeah, you just make him kick. I always say to the footy, make him kick to a 50-50. Um, yeah, lots of Jack Martin feedback here, which you know what? We'll skip it. It's fair enough. Um, see, so here's the theme of this week, unfortunately. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll finish off on another good Jordan Boyd note from Jai Littleton. Positive Boyd looks a good player early days, but signs are there. Thoughts on Net being our biggest miss tonight. His conditions to a T. Crash and bash with Nankervis would have given us a greater chance around the ground. Yeah,
1: I I, compl- I was thinking about it at one point. I thought, shit, this is actually the pit. This is actually a Pitinett type of game.
0: Yeah, oh, we've needed Net for a long time now.
1: I think that. So we got Frio, and then is it Sinkilda? Yep. So, Weedering's due back for the West Coast game, which is the week after St. Kilda. Yeah. We really need an, a Hail Mary, Harry Mackay type comeback here from Weedering. I... we We desperately need him to play on Max King because I can see it two weeks away. If we have Lewis Young on Max King, and it's no knock to Lewis Young, it's just as simple as Max King is an elite full
0: forward... Ma- and we need an elite fullback. I think Max King. It's his reach. It, that's what I'm saying. So with Lynch, it's strength in the it's in the contest. With King, if you block his run at the ball, and by and when I say block, I mean not infringe his run at the ball, but if you can stop his leading channel so that he's only got four or five steps to lead at the ball rather than this big if, runway.
1: If you can do what Sam Collins did to Aaron Norden because that's been in the media during the week and I saw the footage. Did you see the footage?
0: No, I didn't watch that game. That was in Ballarat a few weeks. I didn't watch that game. They were
1: showing all this footage that Sam Collins was literally just playing a pound-for-pound, man-on-man defensive match and he was extraordinary. Did not give Norton a metre. Did not let him lead. And when he did lead, Collins was so close, he was punching it. And Beveridge basically, basically just... Really, I thought it was a very offensive comment, but he basically just didn't think that Collins played a good brand of footy. He thought that that Norden was badly oh, adjudicated by a... the umpires, whatever. And then well, Sam Luke Beveridge Collins... thinks
0: the world revolves around Luke Beveridge,
1: and Sam Collins came out during the week and said that he thinks Beveridge's comments are is are, are wrong. And you know what? That is the type of performance that we need on because
0: key. if you, it, it's not a matter of stopping the key forward from actually contesting the ball. If you can just limit how much momentum and how much time they have to prepare for the incoming ball, you've already got them. Yeah. And Grimes did that really well on Kuno. Kuno was going up for a lot of contests, but he never looked like he was going to mark the ball.
1: No, never did.
0: So, yeah, it, it's interesting. And look, yeah, we, very interesting. We
1: really need weedering back for that yeah. St. Kilda game and Pitanek because they've got Ryder and Marshall.
0: Yeah, oh, I, 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 think- I, I actually can't talk about the Ruck.
1: I think if we don't have Pidanet or weering for St Kilda, it's the worst possible match because their strengths are King and Ryder. Yeah. And there's just no match-up for them.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's going to be an interesting fortnight for the footy club. Is that Twitter questions in the book? Yeah. Team changes. <sighs> Assuming that Sam Dern and then Jack Martin are injured.
1: Well, Yeah, well... well yeah.
0: Let's assume they're injured for the changes.
1: Yeah. Well, Kemp for Durden. That's Kemp one. for Durden. Do we need it, though? DeFrio, Tabernas not play. Is Tab? Well, Tab- Tabernan might play.
0: That's, yeah, but they've been playing Griffin Logue down there, and yeah, Rory not... Lobb's in really
1: good form, too. Yeah, so they'll, we're going to need... Yeah, we're going to... Yes, yeah, so it's going to be Kemp. If Durden's fit, I think he'll play. I don't think he'll get dropped. Same. But if he's not Let's, fit... Uh,
0: under the assumption that he's not fit to play. It'll be Kemp. It'll be Kemp. Motlot for Marden.
1: Yeah. Mottlop for Marden. Now, this
0: is where things get interesting, because... I don't know if I can find an ex- a definitive change elsewhere right now. Mm. Chera's still not available. I don't know if there's anyone screaming. We've got to wait for the twos. But there's no one screaming out.
1: No. No one's knocking the door down right now.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: Could they possibly... Is Nunes possibly the next one out?
0: Maybe, but I, I think he'll be okay. Mm.
1: I think that they might try and play an, an, an extra mid because of how good Fremantle's mid is. I reckon Dow will come in. If Setterfield so had 34 and a goal last week, I think if Setterfield has another big game, I think he'll come in. Yep. I think they'll want to add another def- oh. another stoppage player. Definitely, actually. In- yeah. Yeah, I-, I think they'll bring in another midfielder. I don't know who will go out. It'll probably be Nunes. But we like Nunes against Fremantle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do. Oh, they may as well bring Murphy in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think they'll bring in another mid. I just feel like they will. But what do I
0: know? <laughs> Maybe they will play Dom Quay. <laughs> I think... You've got this in my head now, because I don't think Brody Kemp's a key defender. But he's
1: definitely going to play ahead of a Quay. He will.
0: Oh, well, yeah, he will.
1: Mate, do you reckon there's? I think it's. I don't even think there's a one percent chance a Quay plays.
0: No at no, no, I don't either. But you've just got it in my head. <laughs> it's. It's going to sound shocking. I almost want to see another injury just so I can see a Quay. <laughs> I actually want to see it. You want to see him play? <laughs> I, I probably don't, do I? It's bit raw. Mate, it, you, it, know, that, you, know you know what know, I want? That, you it's know not, what that that, it's not that I want to see him play. It, it's, it's almost... I'm starting to find... I'm you're, st- you're finding it amusing, aren't you? I am. It's like where... I, 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 I want to see what happens when we go through Kemp and Iquay. I want to see what happens after yeah, it's that. It's like it's gotten to the point. This, is, you know, what it is for you. I know, going- I
1: know, I know, I know your mentality. It's gotten to the point where it's bad anyway. So yeah. we may as well just see like the worst case scenario <laughs> because it's interesting to see what they'll do. That's yeah. what that's what your mentality is here. It's like well, <laughs> it's a shit situation anyway. So you may as well make it worse, make it interesting, see what they do. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, look, Kemp will play next week. No yeah, doubt no, in my he, mind. He will, play. he will play. And he was an emergency tonight. No, no, so he'll, he'll, definitely,
0: he'll definitely play. And I think Motlop will come in as well.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see Mutlop Actually, just thought of something. I think Carroll will play. Okay. I think Carroll will play. I think it'll be Carroll in for possibly Nunes. But I think they'll bring in Carroll before Motlop anyway. Because Carroll's more similar yeah. to Marden than Motlop is. No,
0: I can... Yeah, no, that's a good call. That's a good shout, but... And he can play in the you middle. Know, yeah, I think it'll be Carol Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anymore. You know, Luke Parks would play every game this year. Feels fan. He was sitting behind me tonight. Was he?
1: Yeah. No, it, you laugh, but he would one hundred percent be no, in this team.
0: Oh, mate.
1: Lock and load on the team like, sheet. Like old Nigel Thornberry's playing. We've got to give that. I love how the Carls The and media team are great. They're, they are great. They are elite. They are great. We've got elite admins. And they're going with the smashing. Because right? Nigel Thornberry from the, from some Nickelodeon Nickelodeon show, they reckon he looks like Nigel Thornberry. So when he, they posted the thing that is he's debuting, they
0: said smashing. I like a nickname. So we're going with Nigel. Nigel. It's such an ugly name. <laughs> How are you, Nigel? I hope there's no Nigel's listening. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, no. And I mean that in the sense that I'm still salty from Nigel Lappin when he was Geelong's runner, getting in the way of Mitch Robinson on that Friday night game.
1: <laughs> Jesus, you have a weird memory. I don't, I've got no idea what you're talking yeah, it's about. It was
0: the one where we lost by, like, five points. I think it was round 9 or 10, 2014. Gibbs, four goals. Yeah. 28 possessions. Jesus. Something like that.
1: Um, Mate, you should go to that Carlton trivia night. You'd win. For sure.
0: You'd definitely win. I know. I know. You'd definitely win. I wrote Could it you- in a WhatsApp group once and no one responded. What did you say? You were in the group. What did you say? I said, would anyone be down? And no one responded. For the one coming up? No, it was like six weeks ago. I'd go to the one coming up. We should go. When
1: and where? Um, just to show people how immense your Carlton knowledge is historically, could you name every... or well, I know it's not could you. Can you please name every... <laughs> can you please name every Carlton Brownlow medal winner?
0: That's oh. the first. Go. Well, that's a quick one to get out of the way. John James. Yeah. Gordon Collis. Yeah. Bert Deacon, Greg Williams, Chris Judd. Okay, can you please- oh, there's only five of them. How far into the history
1: do you reckon you could name our BNF winners? Could Ooh. you Could you go back to 2000? Could you go all the way back to 2000? I'm reckon, trying to think.
0: I reckon you could. I don't know. I, I could definitely go from 04 onwards. Or we'll go from 04 onwards. Oh, no, everyone knows the answers.
1: As in, I know it who won the o2 BnF
0: well we went through this during the week it's Corey McKernan. O three. 3 yeah that was the tricky one
1: was that the T gear or was nah, he- that was o4 did Dylan McLaren win a BNF for us no who no not Dylan mcLaren Are you no no joking? no sorry no, no 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 relax I got the names mixed up who was who did Dylan McLaren come from Brisbane who was no, we had another recruit who won a BNF from us for us from another team. Heath Scotland. No, mate. Like a around, like not anyone amazing. Like a Teague-esque BNF. I can't remember. Well, who won in 04?
0: David Teague. An 03, sorry. Maybe Cooter? I don't know. Well, they wasn't it they finished second bottom that year. Okay.
1: I think we're rambling on here. Let's end the show. Oh, um, we've got to
0: find out who the O three B and now.
1: Okay. Andrew McKay. Okay. Fair. I wonder what he's doing these days. Um, Bolt, tough, tough night at the office. At least we've had a bit of a laugh at the end of the day. Um, That's another episode in the book. Once again, if you haven't, be sure to go back and listen to our mid-season review. We had the great man, Terry Degani from Blue Abroad on the show. And we had the great man John O'Barroch, who's doing great things in the world of journalism. Um, great footy journalist. We had both of them on the show, so be sure to go back and tune into our mid-season review. Uh, Bolt, is that all for tonight? Yeah, it's a disappointing
0: night. Disappointing night. It was there. It was. It was there. It was there. We're three points down with eight minutes to go, for like forty seconds. Blue I'm brackets. under no illusion. That it's a different night, otherwise. But we move, we move on. Blue baggers, thank you. Bolt, thank you. No way. I'm just looking at this 2003 list. Jimmy Plunkett. Who's that? Some people will know, and some people will laugh. (laughs) Who is that? He played a handful of games.
1: All right, we'll end it on Jimmy Plunkett. (laughs) Thank you, Bolt. (laughs) Thank you.
0: No worries. We'll see you Marvel next week. Marvel next week. Go blues. And they will know how they've been playing against the famous old-